This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> that was a long one. Yeah! yeah. Uh, can I start off with a message I got? Sure. Good morning, Scott. I've been in London since March, and I didn't realize I could listen to your radio station here. I usually have online meetings in the morning, but today I turned on the radio and boom! There you were. I was so excited to listen to you guys once again, and I have to say you are greatly missed. I have to get that app or something because you are the best. A friendly voice sets your day. Thank you very much for that message. Uh, That's someone who used to listen to us on terrestrial radio in Toronto and just by way of whatever happened to be out in the west end of Ontario and realized, hey, I can get Scott and Cat again. And you can get us anywhere, by the way, on the Radio Player Canada app. Download it and just favorite 915 The Beat and you're good to go. I'm watching video here of the Blue Jays arriving in Toronto, and I'm actually kind of surprised there were a lot of fans gathered outside the Rogers Center Hotel to welcome the guys back to Toronto today. People miss sports, and that's an understatement. A hundred percent. I get it. You miss your baseball. Normally, we'd be watching games right now. Fourth of July weekend just went by. People are very, very, very excited. But there's no sports now. You got to wait another, what is it, a month until they start playing baseball and Mm -hmm. almost the same amount of time until hockey starts playing. And some people, by the way, will say to you, if if they start playing, some people are really questioning it based on how many players are testing positive for COVID-19. Not necessarily the Jays, but I'm talking about across the league right now. Totally. Uh, I'm impressed. There's been a couple of baseball players in particular that have said uh, it's not worth the risk to me personally, for me and my family. So... I'm not going to participate in this season. David Price is going to skip the season, not play for the Dodgers, and forfeit $12 million for a 60-game season. So he would have pitched, what, 10 times? 10 times, maybe? uh, Unless they made the playoffs, maybe more. No more than 20 games he would have played. $12 million. (laughs) He is not going to play. I kind of respect that decision. You've got to make a decision for your own health. Yes. it would suck if we found out, oh, yeah, baseball's back, but Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is not playing for the Jays. I mean, imagine how disappointed sports fans in this city would be. Yeah. It would suck, right? Sure, it, it, but it's not all about the sports fans. And it's, it, it, they, like you said, I mean, you said it. They, they got to make the best decision for themselves. It's not like they're hurting for cash. A lot of the bigger players, right? Are we talking about the bigger names? Uh, yep. They're not hurting for cash. They're okay. They're going to be okay if they decide to bow out in this particular season, and it's going to be a weird one. I can't even imagine what the practices are going to look like and everything else. It's, it's going to be strange and different, not the baseball they're used to. So if some are like, eh, you know what, I'm better off being safe, I'm better off with my family right now, I'm going to pause, take a year, or take the rest of the season, and try again next year, then fine. The NHL and the NHL Players Association have agreed on the protocols to resume the hockey season, but according to Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly, they still have to negotiate a collective bargaining agreement extension. Well, that was a thing, right? Uh, The hockey players got paid to play the season, but the season ended early. 
Now it's starting up again. But technically, they've already got their money for the year. We're into a new year now. So that is a bit of a tricky one. Do all of those hockey players get paid full price to play this shortened playoff edition? I don't know if they do. But they're going to want it. They certainly will. They want to get as much money as they can. And are there any players who are going to say, I'm going to bow out because it's not enough money for me to take the risk if I only get half pay or something like that. I could see it happening, Kat. I really could, Uh, especially with baseball players opting out. I could see some hockey players doing the same thing. We know that there's some NBA players that are going to skip the season and forfeit the money. If they don't get a real proper CBA extension done for hockey, you might see some of the greats bowing out, and that would be unfortunate. I think we relate to hockey a little bit better than baseball, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. It would hurt a lot more. If we found out Sidney Crosby wasn't going to play the season, then it would if, uh, I don't know, some no-name catcher for the Jays is. But anyway, that's uh, what's going on in sports. Look at that. We're covering everything. That's in the a look into sports. Now. Thanks for that look into sports. <laughs> Back to you. Uh, is there any uh, news, by the way, on our podcast from Friday on Dan O'Toole? Did he do anything on the weekend? Oh, um, I mean, he t- he deleted uh, the posts. He um, did. He took it down. He did. So he took down the Instagram. He took down uh, the tweet as well. Uh, it was that was actually a thread, a Twitter thread. Um, it's gone. Uh, he hasn't posted anything since then. So, <laughs> you know. I hope he realizes what he did was wrong. Like, regardless of what's going on in your personal life, what you did was wrong. You alerted people to something that that made them worried about the life of an infant. And and no matter which scenario, which way you slice it, something's up. Something's going on. Because it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what the scenario is in the background. When you try to decipher what happened, and we talked about it in length during the last podcast... When you try to decipher what happened, every conclusion to me is, why did you do that? Well, you shouldn't have done that. So anyway, I'm sure either he felt that way, someone close to him felt that way. It was enough for him to delete it. And he said in the last, very last tweet that he wrote was that I'm done. It's done. So he might not come back to social media for a bit. I'll be curious to see if he comes back to TSN for a bit. Uh, Bell Media has a tricky situation on their hand, no doubt about it, but their people are on it. I really am curious to see how this is going to go down because, like we said on Friday, it's time for him to go back to work with sports starting up again. They've got to start up Sports Center and they've got to start up uh, Jay and Dan, and, and all these things need to come back. All these things have been on hiatus. Can they bring him back now? Because it seems like horrible timing, to be honest with you. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, it would be a distraction if they did it anytime soon. But that said, I'm not even sure what the deal is. If they're, they usually, there is usually a hiatus in the summertime is when a lot of these uh, sports broadcasters and personalities and commentators and stuff take time off. That's usually when it is. But because it's so weird now where we're bringing back sports in the summertime, you wonder, are they still going to, some still going to take a hiatus? Are they going to change things going forward? I, I think it might look it might look different um, when it does happen. Jay, by the way, has still not said anything. Nothing. Yeah, which I'm sure he was probably like told to in a way. Like, hey, I suggest maybe you just just leave it. Um, but I, I guess we'll find out. It will look different, I think. Yeah. While we're talking sports, this has got so many people angry. Joey Chestnut is now the most decorated athlete of all time. <laughs> Joey Chestnut, the competitive eater, yes, he is technically considered an athlete because competitive eating is considered a sport. Hell, it's on TSN, 
or sorry, ESPN in America covers these hot dog eating contests. And Joey won again on the 4th of July. 75 hot dogs with buns in 10 minutes. Wow. His 13th mustard yellow belt for this 36-year-old. When you add it up, Joey Chestnut has wanted his sport more than Tom Brady, more than Michael Jordan, more than Rafael Nadal, more than Roger Federer, more than Tiger Woods. He is the GOAT of all GOATs, the yeah. winningest athlete of a single event in modern history. Mm-hmm. He's won this contest more than Tiger Woods has won the Masters. More than Tom Brady has won the Super Bowl. More than Michael Jordan won the NBA championship. And he's considered an athlete. This guy will forever be known as one of the best athletes of all time because he's good at eating fucking hot dogs. And you can't say, though, you can't say nobody knows who he is. When you say Joey Chestnut, everyone knows who Joey Chestnut is because his name gets brought up. And yes, maybe you don't hear about all the other competitions that take place during the year. And by the way, there's more than just the 4th of July one. That's the biggest one of the year. But there's other ones that he takes part in. You can hire him for your own functions and watch him eat shit. Um, there's <laughs> not actual shit. Not actual shit. I'm sure he... I, that's probably the one Everybody's thing. got a price, though. Everybody does. <laughs> Everybody's got a price, Scott. Let's be honest here. But I'll tell you this much. Do you know how much he's worth? Millions. Millions. Yeah. Close to uh, $1.5 million according to Celebrity Net Worth. But... That's not an update. That's, that has not been updated in a while. So you know he's close to about $2 million. I'm going to guess even more so. I really think he's probably worth more so. And Nathan's hot dogs, like, they, like they got to hire him as a spokes guy, even if he retires. If, let's say, he retires from competitive eating, maybe he's already a spokes guy for them. I'm not sure. It's a very American thing, of course. Well, I mean, they still have Tony Hawk endorsing skateboards, and Tony Hawk isn't yeah. a competitive skateboarder anymore. They could do the exact same thing with sure. Joey Chestnut. It's not a bad don't, idea. Don't hate on the guy. You know what I mean? It's my, my point. Do I think it's gross? Yeah. Would I sit in the audience and watch it? Fuck no. But I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. You know, that's probably the safest thing you can do in a pandemic is a food eating contest. It's very difficult for respiratory droplets to come out when you do nothing but put in. <laughs> Those hot dog buns absorbed any potential spread at the competition this weekend. Uh, good on them. Um, people make money in weird ways. We all know that. Yep. You've got Joey Chestnut down in 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Now we've got a report this morning. This was from Cat's What's Trending feature on our FM radio show about the amount of money that celebrities are getting just to post on Instagram. I've been doing it for free all along. <laughs> And you got The Rock making like a million bucks a post. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. I, speaking of respect, here's the thing I respect about someone like The Rock and actually several celebrities on this list. Because as I take a look at the list, which, by the way, you can find it at scottandcat.ca if you're interested. That's our website. We A lot of the stuff we talk about on the podcast and also on our FM morning show is on there. There's it's something about Dwayne The Rock Johnson where he is such a trustworthy guy. He will do endorsement posts, but you might notice they're always his own brand. He's smart. He's not just making a million bucks. He's saying, screw that. I don't want to make a million dollar check for posting something. I'm going to invest in a brand. I'm going to promote it that way. And I'm going to make my money by sales. Um, to, what's the, his tequila company now? That he, that's his most recent venture, although there's been lots. Sure. Uh, something Mana, uh, Timana, I forget what it is, tequila, whatever it is, has apparently made him a ton of money. And he posts about it all the time. His athletic, um, he, it's a, actually a deal through Under Armour, if I'm not mistaken, his athletic um, gear 
um, and shirts and, and shorts and hats and all that stuff. Anyway, he's smart in the way that he does it, is my point. In that, yes, of course, he could take a million-dollar check from... Uh, Some supplement company. What exactly. Could he do it? Yeah. Will he do it? Not necessarily. He's picky choosy. And I, I respect picky choosy because you got to know your audience too. You don't just want to post shit to post shit to take the check. Kim Kardashian, this is an example of who's right behind him, um, is, is an example of, of that. Uh, before I get to her too. So they're saying now, as they redo the numbers here, he could charge more than a million. Like whatever, 1.1, 1.2 for a post even though he doesn't have as many followers, but he's respected. Um, Kim Kardashian, yeah, closely behind it. She's done all kinds of different endorsements. It doesn't matter if it's her product, although she mostly pushes that. She'll mostly push KKW Beauty and anything else that she's fully involved in or something her sisters are involved in. She does that a lot. Um, But she, every now and again, will do like the hair growth supplement or whatever some other stupid shit that's so obvious to me. That's what I hate about them, but apparently it works. So the companies will... Will spend the money. I mean, if you people advertise because they want to have a certain amount of reach. Right. So part of the reason that people advertise on radio is because you have a very focused audience and we can tell you exactly how many people are listening. So if you want to reach, say, uh, 100,000 people to use a round number in a very short amount of time, you pay the rate that radio wants. If you want to on social media reach 10 million people, then you go and pay whatever it is that these celebrities want to post Mm -hmm. on their giant accounts. And if you're wondering, endorsements work. I did an endorsement while we were on Z for a baby stroller company and car seat company called Maxi Cozy. And I only do stuff like that when I actually believe in the brand. When I actually believe in the brand, I will endorse the product and I'm happy to do it and, and whatever. And it's business, but I also quite enjoy it. I also quite like the products. Scott, I still get people messaging me. I still get people messaging me saying, hey, I, I'm a longtime listener. I remember you talking about a stroller when you first had your baby and a car seat when you first had your baby. What was the brand? Because I'm looking to buy one. I still have people asking me that years later, three years later. Well, endorsements don't end necessarily when you stop reading them or when they stop paying for yeah, them. That's one remember. of the benefits of endorsements. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can I can top you there because to this day, I still get people asking me, hey, Scott, where did you go for your laser eye surgery? Wow. I swear to God, I'm not kidding. That, that was, like, was over 20 years ago. Oh my gosh. See, like, and so, so if, if people are ever curious as they scroll through Instagram and stuff, yes, it works. And like Scott mentioned, they're all on different levels. I mean, when you want the 1 million people thing, the 2 million people thing, 5 million people thing, you pay for it. But it, it Who really- wants the 15,000 thing? Because I, I could make some bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. It's fine. We're good with that. Throw me uh, a Harvey's combo or something and I'm good. I'll do a post for you. Sure. <laughs> sure. Right. And we do a lot of that small time thing. Like we, we would do the, the odd like uh, endorsement payment thing. But I mean, whoa. also on this top 10, by the way, Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez, who used to be number one, I believe. She was close for up a while. there. Uh, Beyonce, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, too. Can I ask for a review? Like from listeners that are listening to the podcast right now. Okay. I don't think I've ever done this. I've seen these ads and I think it looks dumb, but I don't know if it's dumb or maybe I'm missing something. But Maple Leaf is now selling their 50-50 line where it's 50% real meat and 50% plant-based meat. Mm. Meat, quote unquote. They say this is for people who want to live a healthier lifestyle, but don't want to take the full plunge into being vegan or vegetarian. So if you order... Uh, they're 50-50 sausages 
Half of it's plant-based, half of it's regular pork sausage. Same thing with their burgers. Interesting. I want to know if it's good or bad because one of the things that I've noticed is there's no way you can't tell you're not eating meat. If you eat anything plant-based, it tastes distinctly different than the meat. Now, I've never had like a plant-based steak or anything like that, which, as I understand it, is really just like a giant mushroom. But I have had veggie burgers and vegan burgers and things like that. doesn't taste like a regular hamburger. So I'm wondering, what would it taste like if you get half the meat and half plant-based? And is it really that much better for you, or are you just wasting your time and money? That is a great. That's a great question. I'm curious about that review too. Is Has that, anybody tried it? Just let us know. Yeah, Shoot us a us DM. Know. Yeah. At Scott Fox on air or at Cat on air. Instagram is the best way to get a hold of us. Um, hey, this is fun. Photo radar's back. So what? How? How did this have to go through a process? I assume to allow this to go back. Was this like through counselor council meetings and things like that, or what's the process to get the photo radar radar well, on? For those who don't know, we used to have photo radar in Ontario. And the way it was, was there was a mobile unit that would be parked on the side of the highway. And if you were savvy enough and you knew what you were looking for, you could always tell, oh, fuck, photo radar up there. Slow down, slow down. People hated it. People were throwing out constitutional challenges. Everything was getting fought in court, arguing the technology isn't right and it's entrapment and all sorts of shit. There was such a backlash about photo radar, the fact that somebody got a ticket without getting pulled over, that they scrapped it. Hmm. They took it away. Uh, One of the parties ran on a platform of, we'll get rid of photo radar because it's not fair. Well, now photo radar is back in the city of Toronto, and I don't hear a lot of opposition to it. Did we just stop giving a shit, or did they do this when no one was paying attention? That's- I have to think that people just aren't paying attention because all of the arguments we had against photo radar in the beginning are still true. Right. Yeah. You know what? If you do something wrong and you get caught, you should definitely suffer the consequences of that. But if you don't get caught, you got away with it. And that's the way it has always worked. So we've all gone a little faster than we should back right. maybe on a country road because, you know, ah, there's no cops out here. But yeah. you take the chance that there could be cops there. Photo radar. It's very arbitrary. You didn't get caught. You don't even know you did it until you get a ticket in the mail a week and a half later. Right. So do we know where these are, are set up in advance, though, if these are going to be popping up more or is it just where- you can't miss them? They're big. Picture uh, like a mailbox right. times five. Because I don't That's remember it. Like I don't remember photo radar while I've been driving. Um, but I am curious if it's, I mean, if it's areas that you know, then you just got to be responsible on those roads. But when they pop up out of nowhere and get you, that's when you're going to have people complaining. They say that they are only in community safety zones for now. Okay, well, maybe that's the way to ease the public into this. Oh, yeah, for now, they're just looking after school zones. Nobody wants speeding in school zones. We all agree on that. But maybe they start creeping in, oh, I don't know, on busier roads. Then maybe they start creeping in on the highway. Where do you draw the line? Where do you say too much is too much? Um, The first bout when we had photo radar, um, same issues as with the red light tickets. (laughs) You've got someone in the car that you're not supposed to be in the car with. And then a picture of you shows up in the mail and your significant other's like, what in the fuck is this? Right. So, I mean, uh, be careful who you're in the car with or just slow down. I mean, at the end of the day, the ultimate solution is slow down. 
Having yeah. said that, though, we're kind of conditioned to speed. We've all basically been told eh, it's okay to go 10 over the limit. It's okay to go 15 over the limit. Not with these machines. They're programmed for a certain speed. If you're in a 40 zone and you're going 43, you're going to get a ticket. And by the way, the ticket is $5 a kilometer. I didn't know it was set like like set up that way. $5 a kilometer. Yep. Wow. If you're going, uh, I don't know, 10 over the limit, that's $50. Okay, that's fine. But you wouldn't have gotten a ticket for going 10 over when there's a regular cop there. Nine times out oh, of 10. Oh, absolutely. got other shit to do. Absolutely. They, uh, they probably wouldn't hassle you for that. But, I mean, here we are. Uh, a couple other things I want to get to in this, the After 9 podcast, before we get to the replay of Missed Connections. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There is uh, uh, so much divide right now, politically. People are freaking out. And it seems to be that if you don't like Doug Ford, you want those beaches in Ontario closed. But if you do like Doug Ford, you want the beaches open. And it seems like you're almost betraying your political beliefs if you don't like Doug Ford, but you also want to see the beaches stay open. <laughs> uh, this was a thing on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't like Doug Ford, but I agree that the beaches. Sh- no, no. I'm still going to shit on him on Twitter. L- listen, the beaches in some areas are closed because as we've seen people cannot figure out physical distancing in certain circumstances Mm -hmm. we've got it down pat i think at the lcbo and at the grocery store we're following arrows and and we're staying six feet apart most people most people at the beach for some reason it just seems to be fucking pandemonium you know what it is too people have this way because because outdoor spaces are okay. So patios, for example, right now are fine. So outdoor, that's fine then. Then at the beach, it's okay. I can cough and sneeze and it's not going to hit anybody because we're in open air. But that's not how it works. Well, you know, the mayor of Wasaga Beach said, yeah, we're going to close the beach because last weekend there was way too many people here and they weren't distancing and blah, blah, blah. By the way, part of the reason they weren't distancing is because there was no crowd control there. It was just open and people could just go and grab a spot on the beach. Well, there's only so much real estate and uh, there was that many people that wanted to go to the beach. It's a heat wave right now. So that's why, as everybody thought, well, I'm here, I'm on the beach, I'm just going to put out a blanket. And they didn't necessarily measure six feet to the next blanket. That's how that happened. So the mayor of Wasega Beach said, all right, fine, we're going to shut down the beach. But part of the beach in Wasega is Provincial Park. (laughs) And the premier said, we're not closing the provincial beaches. So you had part of Wasega Beach open this weekend, but not all of it, depending on which side of the beach you were on and whether it's owned municipally or provincially. That created a bit of confusion. Some people are saying the beaches should be closed. The premier is saying, no, just use your common sense. We're not going to close the beaches in the middle of a heat wave. People want to go and cool off and they're entitled to enjoy their summer. You just got to do it smart. Yeah. Who's right? Should they be closed because people aren't distancing? Should we just say, since you guys aren't going to do it yourselves, we'll do it for oh, you? I don't know. Like, or like- do you give people the option to do the best thing for themselves? Yeah, that, that's the thing is I feel like in a way I'm going to be more I'm going to opt to say 
Yeah, fuck it. Just close them. But I'm also not at a point where I'm I'm okay with going to the beach. I'm not planning to go to a beach or not. Like, they're going to open splash pads and pools. It doesn't mean that I will take my kid there. I'm not interested. Right. I'm really not. But that's yeah. where I stand. So to me, I don't give a shit if you close the beaches. Close the beaches. If it's for the best and nothing can go bad by doing it, nothing can get worse by doing it, then I say, do it. Just right off this year, does it suck because you love the beach? Maybe. Don't forget there are private beaches, and I believe some of the private beaches you can pay into to go visit. There are certain things that you can do if you really, really, really need to go. But otherwise, why the f- why do you need to go? You don't. You don't. That's the answer is you don't. And I know it sucks for people to hear that, especially if you have a cottage in Wasaga Beach or something. I have a girlfriend that does, that loves going there, that is going to be super bummed if she can't go to the beach. But to me, if it's because other people are going to ruin it for everyone, then... Yeah, I understand. I understand if they shut them down. I get it. Why haven't we just started just aggressively going after people who don't break the rule or who do break the rules? Why can't we just say enough's enough? You've been warned. Next time we see you not distancing or out without a mask in a place where you should have a mask. Boom. Thousand dollar fine. Right. Fine, everybody. There was a couple of Americans that crossed over from Minnesota to Fort Francis, Ontario on the weekend. Was it a 67 and a 65-year-old? So a fairly elderly couple. Well, they were described as elderly in the story anyway. They said they were going to wherever. Fine. But as soon as they left, they made a stop. So Border Services phoned the OPP. The OPP went and picked him up. You were told to go somewhere and isolate. You didn't do it. So, boom, $1,000 ticket. I think we should start giving ourselves tickets now. I mean, Ontarians giving Ontarians tickets. Not just the foreigners that are here. Give them to everybody. Mm -hmm. If you're not following the rules at this point, and it's not up for discussion, you don't have to agree with the policy. You don't have to agree with the science. You don't even have to believe that COVID-19 is a real thing. Either way, the law of the land is the law of the land. And if you break the law, you get fined. Mm-hmm. We've let way too many people get off with warnings that put other people in a shitty situation because they didn't pay attention or didn't care. It's time to get serious about it. Let's stop fucking around and start handing yeah. out tickets. Maybe we can recoup some of that CERB money that we spent just in <laughs> fines from yeah. people that are dumb. It, it, see, there's not a lot of enforcement happening from the very beginning of this. You and I both know that. There's not a lot of enforcement uh, but uh, do they start now? I don't, I don't know. Well, the numbers are still better, like are better than they have been. I don't see them doing it. But I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. If people are being that obnoxious to me to, to go so close to someone else or whatever and get in their bubble. Yeah, I wouldn't mind handing them a fine. There are still people working from home, although more people I find are going back to work every single day, mm-hmm. which is great. But of people that are still working from home, 46% say they roll out of bed about 10 minutes before they have to start working remotely. Wow, wow. Take away your commute and you figured, oh, I'll just still get up at the same time and be just as productive. Nope. I'm going to sleep until the last possible minute. If I start at 9, I'm sleeping until 8.50. Yeah. I Not even showering before work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know people who will log on who during this. As long as they're logged on and their boss and and their counterparts can see that they're logged on. So they'll wake up pretty much, let's say it's nine, five minutes to nine. They'll open up the computer, log on. People could see they're logged on. They're able to reply to messages. They're open for business. But really, they're downstairs just starting the day. They're getting the coffee ready. They're diddling and dallying. When in real life scenario, when you were at work, 
that wouldn't have been the case. Maybe you'd get there early and then go through that process of, okay, let me slowly get into it or whatever. When you wake up in the morning, you slowly get into it. You get ready, you get dressed, but people eliminated so many things that they just, they're step skippers and they just jump right to alarm going off at five, two. I believe that fully. Very, very frustrating. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I enjoy working from home. I know a lot of people who still get to work from home are enjoying it. There's a lot of people who will probably compromise with their employer to allow them to work from home more often. And then you hear a story like this. 46% of people that work remotely get out of bed 10 minutes before the actual day starts. 7 out of 10 Say they have a hard time focusing on their work when they're laying in bed. Listen, you lazy fucks. You get up and you do your damn job. Because if you don't do your job, employers are going to catch on to the fact, ah, this isn't really working. Ah, we're paying them and they aren't really doing anything. They're laying in bed doing their job. Uh Uh-uh. You get up, you lazy fuck. You do your work as best you can or you're going to screw it up for all of us. Right. Either that or they're going to screw it up for themselves. There's a I'm lot sorry of to call you a lazy fuck, but that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> Some people Don't you screw it. this up for us. Some people need to hear it. And the, the truth of the matter is, though, in all seriousness, there's a lot of companies that are looking at what, what's going out and what's coming in. And for a lot of companies, not all, but what's coming in is nothing compared to what's going out right now. So you don't think they're going to take a second look at that employee list and say, where can we cut some fat, so to speak? And you might be one of those pieces of fat that they're going to trim because <laughs> you're not doing shit. So you do have to absolutely up your game. Um, okay, we'll wrap it up on this. Speaking of fat, uh, we all know that getting married can be stressful. We have a great story today. Uh, we had this on our FM radio show. It's about a woman whose sister is getting married, and the sister is the maid of honor. So she decided as an early gift to the bride, she was going to pay for the wedding dress. $3,500 plus alterations. Wow. Apparently, it looked fantastic on the bride-to-be. But in quarantine, I guess that quarantine 15 was a real thing for her. The bride put on some weight. Now she can't fit into the dress anymore. She went back to her sister and said, okay, I mean, you've got to get this altered. Uh, It doesn't fit. And so the sister, the maid of honor, the one who paid for the bride's dress, said, "Um, okay, first off, I already paid for the dress and the first round of alterations. If you gained weight... You need to lose that weight before your wedding next year. The sister, the bride, took that very personally, went to their parents and said, our sister, my sister called me fat and made fun of me. I'm insulted. So the parents took the bride's side and went back to the maid of honor sister and said, that's really rude. Can't believe you did that. And by the way, the dress as is can't even be used. It's a waste of money. So either pay for the alterations or... Everybody's up Shit's Creek here. Can you believe that the parents took the side of the bride? What fucking devil family is this? <laughs> Honest to God. I'm going to guess if this is a real scenario, that sister here, maid of honor here, has money. Or maybe, I would guess. You know what I mean? Maybe she's got a decent job, a successful career, perhaps, and it's little sister or sister who isn't quite there yet in her career or who've, who's faced all kinds of things. Because for a parent to pick a side like that and say, yeah, no, you should pay for her alteration too. That's not fair. Like, I fucking hate people like that. I really uh-huh. do. I don't, I don't like... I, I think she should just say peace out. You know what? And A, and B, the, the, wedding's, nec- the wedding's next year, correct? Yes, next year. 
okay, why don't you start going for walks and shit? Why don't, yeah. instead of getting alterations, why don't you get back down to size? You have time to do it. You totally do. This did fit a few months ago. It's just you put on some weight in quarantine. Lose the weight. You've got a year to do it. Don't demand that your sister pays for the alterations. That's fucking crazy. It is crazy. Uh, okay, we will leave it on that. Uh, there was still more that I wanted to get to, so we'll defer that to tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, there's a lot of sports teams that are finally going to change the name of their team because it is offensive. Redskins, Indians, Eskimos, all these different sports teams' names that some people are offended by. And until now, they've resisted changing. But they're going to change, and we will talk about it in the next After 9. Right now, as we do on our uh, morning radio show, it is Monday's edition of Misconnections. This is where we tell you about the people looking for other people. They can't find them. Searched high and low. So the easier way is just to post the story online. Hope that they will see it and contact them. I love a good LCBO missed connection. This one's called Strange Thoughts. Man for woman. I haven't been taken with a strange young lady in a long time. Especially one wearing a face covering, but here we are. Mm. Masking your face is like masking the icing on the cake. I'm drawn to you and your mystique. You were in a purple tube top and beige shorts. You stood ahead of me in line at the LCBO. Before the security guy told me to step back a bit, I got close enough to notice your unshaven legs. And I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It was kind of hot. Oh. (laughs) If you match this description, I hope you have interest in me. Okay. There's so much wrong here yeah number one don't get too close in line even if they're hot (laughs) even if they're attractive you don't get within six feet it must be something about an lcbo but i was at the lcbo last week uh near iron needles there and there was a man in another line it wasn't quite this scenario he was actually standing behind another uh, another guy he wasn't paying attention but still the security guard person that works the lcbo had to tell him not once uh, but twice to stand behind the red tape marking that's right there on the floor. It, ba- it baffles me. And can I just say, COVID or no COVID, I want these markings to stay. I would love, and I know you have a bubble, so I'm sure you you totally agree, Scott. We should have these markings at all times. You shouldn't be getting that too close. You shouldn't be able to feel that person's breath on your shoulders. No thanks. Back it I up. am here for it. Keep the lines indefinitely. Now, back to this person trying to find the girl with the unshaven legs. I don't know that that's going to be a trigger for her. If she does happen to see this missed connection and thinks, oh, I was at the LCBO with unshaved legs. I don't know that she's necessarily going to be, hey, that was me. That was me. I don't think it's going to go down like that. A lot of people over the last few months have been like, yeah, what's the point? Whatever. Whatever. I got a mask on. Nobody will recognize it's me with the hairy legs. (laughs) (laughs) Ball cap, mask. Yeah, you, you can go out basically naked it's from the waist true. down and no one's going to put two and two together. It could be Beyonce in front of you and you'd have no idea. Absolutely. You with the unshaved legs. I oh like it. God. Well, I mean, hey, you're in for a great winter, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Uh, this next one. Oh, I feel for this woman. It's about it's called digging in the trash. It's a guy looking for a girl. I saw the whole thing. You were walking in front of Subway when you did the humane thing. You went to go throw away your trash in the garbage. 
What a strange world we live in when people get screwed trying to do the right thing. It was a series of unfortunate events, and I watched the whole thing from my car. You went to toss it out. Your phone went with it. Oh, no. Flying, landing, almost slow motion to you, I'm sure, into the garbage. I watched you pause. You gave that what-just-happened face. (laughs) You looked around and assumed nobody was watching. You peeked in, and I could see you talking yourself into it, then out of it. Then you said, screw it. You pulled up your sleeve and went elbow deep into the stinky bin. Yeah. Gagging two times, I believe, before you finally found it. (laughs) And pulled it out. Just want to let you know I've been thinking about you. Once you wash your hands, let's get together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, he described that so perfectly. Because when you do something like throw your phone in the garbage by mistake, you will peek in to see if anything's moving, <laughs> see if you can see it. In the hopes it floats back up again, like, oh, just come back to me on your own. Please, <laughs> telepathically. We're close, phone. Just feel, feel my touch. Come, come, come on. Jump out of the bin. For the love of God. Oh, no. I'm going elbow deep on this one. I need that phone. I can't have anyone finding those nudes. Let's go. She got the phone back? It seems as though she got the phone back eventually. This is why I have so much Purell in my car. You never know when you're going to accidentally toss your phone into a garbage bin right now. You know, I distinctly remember a time when everybody was getting a Nintendo Wii, and one of the things that the Wii was brilliant enough to create in the packaging was a wrist strap. Mm. You know, if you're going to be putting something in a garbage bin, particularly a public one, you should throw a wrist strap on your phone, and then you don't have to worry about that <laughs> stuff anymore. You don't have that that's look nasty. of horror in your face. Like, <laughs> oh, God. You know, it doesn't matter how many times you wash your hands either. Your hands will never feel clean to you after you do that. It's over. It's (laughs) over.